Welcome to the Michigan Medicine News Break, your daily destination for news and stories about the future of healthcare. Editor's note information on the COVID 19 crisis is constantly changing, along with the research being done by investigators everywhere. For the latest numbers and updates on this global pandemic, keep checking the CDC's website at cdc.gov forward slash coronavirus forward slash 2019 NCOV. That is cdc.gov forward slash coronavirus forward slash 2019. And for the most updated information from Michigan Medicine about the outbreak, visit the hospital's coronavirus COVID-19 webpage at uofmhealth.org forward slash coronavirus. Flattening the curve for COVID-19. What does it mean and how can you help? History shows that taking strong steps now to slow the spread of coronavirus will help communities and individuals. Cruises and flights have been canceled. Colleges and universities are sending students home to watch lectures online. Public schools are closing. Offices are asking people to telecommute. Concerts, parades, festivals, and sporting events have been postponed. You may be wondering if all of this is really necessary for the coronavirus, or if public health officials are overreacting to the threat posed by the virus that causes the disease COVID-19. However, it's absolutely necessary because it's worked in the past, says medical historian Howard Markell, MD, PhD, a University of Michigan an expert who has studied the effects of similar responses to past epidemics. Quote, an outbreak anywhere can go everywhere, he says, and right now we need to pitch in to try to prevent cases both within ourselves and in our communities. End quote. It's called flattening the curve, a term that public health officials use all the time, but that many Americans just heard for the first time this week. So what curve are we talking about and why is flatter better? If you look at the image for this episode, or at the top of the page if you're reading the blog post, the tall skinny curve is bad. It means that a lot of people will get sick at once in a short period of time because we don't take enough steps to prevent the virus from spreading from person to person. Most people won't get sick enough to need a hospital, but those who do could overwhelm the number of beds and care teams that our nation's hospitals have available. After all, Markel points out, many emergency rooms and hospitals already operate close to capacity on a good day without coronavirus. Adding a sharp spike in very ill COVID-19 patients to that traffic could mean some people don't get the care they need, whether they have coronavirus or not. The flatter lower curve is a much better one, but it will take working together to make it happen, says Markel, who's the director of the Center for the History of Medicine at UM Medical School. He and his colleagues have studied the effects of efforts to stop the spread of the 1918 flu pandemic and the 2009 H1N1 flu epidemic. Flattening the curve together helps everyone. If individuals and communities take steps to slow the virus's spread, that means the number of cases of COVID-19 will stretch out across a longer period of time. As the curve shows, the number of cases at any given time doesn't cross the dotted line of the capacity of our nation's healthcare system to help everyone who's sick. Quote, if you don't have as many cases coming to the hospitals and clinics at once, it can actually lower the number of total deaths from the virus and from other causes, Markel says. Quote, and importantly, it buys us time for university and government scientists and industry to create new therapies, medications, and potentially a vaccine, end quote. Another key factor to consider, the doctors, nurses, pharmacists, technicians, and many other staff who actually work in healthcare. The more cases of COVID-19 there are at any given time, the more likely some of them are to catch it, whether in the community or at work. Once they're sick, they need to stay away from patients for weeks, which can mean fewer people to take care of the patients who need care. The bottom line, canceling, postponing, or moving online for our work, education, and recreation may be inconvenient, annoying, and disappointing, but hospitals need to have enough room, supplies, and staff to care for those who need hospital-level care, whether it's for coronavirus, a heart attack, car crash, broken bone, or birth. 
That's why it's important to listen to public health authorities and leaders if and when they say it's time to change how we live our lives temporarily. Quote, coronavirus is a socially transmitted disease, and we all have a social contract to stop it, says Markel. Quote, what binds us is a microbe, but it also has the power to separate us. We're a very small community, whether we acknowledge it or not, and this proves it. The time to act like a community is now. End quote. For more on this story and others like it, please visit www.ufmhealth.org forward slash health blogs.